Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the power, to the still small voice of God, and pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Amen. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Escaping the Great End Times Deception, a new course at schoolofthespirit.tv. The end times are here, and we do not want to be deceived. There's many voices, false apostles, false prophets, strong delusions, a great falling away. We want to be well-equipped to avoid the end times deception. Check that out, schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception. Listen, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. You've got three different messages every Sunday, different messages. Come on in. 1047, prophetic worship, practical teaching. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com or watch online at ahop.online. Go official, get official, become official. Get into the virtual prophecy rooms, healing rooms, life groups, prayer lines, pastoral advice. It's all there for you. It's virtual, but it is powerful. Check it out at ahop.online slash webchurch. Get official today. The second service, School of the Spirit at Ahop. We're going into the deeper things of God. We're currently in a series called The Voice of God, listening, discerning, and releasing Holy Spirit's words. You need to hear God's voice more clearly than you ever have. It's critical. Get involved if this is going to bless you. Watch that online at schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. Check it out. Today we are reading from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen, you will see my hand on your life. You will see, you will see, you will see it. Not you might see it. You could see it if you're good enough. You know, you, you may see it if, if I'm in a good mood. I want to show it to you. No, God is saying you will see my hand on your life. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Opportunities. I have more opportunities prepared for you than you can ask, think of, or imagine. And the Lord says, I have prepared you for opportunity. I am paving the way for opportunity. I am leading and guiding you into opportunity. My God, who believes that today? He says, all you have to do is yield to me. Listen for my voice and reject the opportunities that are not in line with my will. You will see my hand on your life. That is so good, my Lord. We have to be a people who discern the opportunities of the Lord from the opportunities of man, the opportunities that we want, the opportunities that he wants. We want his opportunities, not our wishes, not our desire, not our will, but his will be done. How many times have we walked through doors of opportunity that were demonic encounters in disguise? How many times have we walked through doors of opportunity that we burst open by the works of our own flesh and we were miserable? But God is saying he has opportunities for you and his opportunities for you. Wow. It's going to bring fruit that remains. It's going to bring peace and joy. Yeah, you're going to have to work, but God's grace is going to be upon you. 
The scripture references for today are in the devotional. Pick up your copy of Evenings with the Holy Spirit wherever you buy books online. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional, you are a God of opportunities. (laughs) You're a God of open doors. Would you help me discern which doors you want to walk me through? Would you show me which opportunities to turn down? Help me stay in your perfect will. And of course, the Lord says, of course, I will. I will do it for you. Father, we thank you this morning that you are good. You are a good, good father. You are the God of divine opportunities, the God of divine encounters. You are the God of divine blessings, divine increase, divine promotions, divine blessings. You are that God. You are altogether divine. We're so grateful for the divine appointments. We're so grateful for the divine healings, the divine deliverances. You are divine. (laughs) You are perfect in all of your ways, and we praise you. We thank you. We honor and adore you. There is no other God like you, no one who even comes close. We exalt you in every area of our life. We exalt you over our finances. We exalt you over our emotions. We exalt you over our families, over our marriages, over our careers and our ministries. Be lifted up, God. You have the preeminence. We will follow your leadership. We need your leadership. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us into all truth. Lead us and guide us into the opportunity that God has prepared for us and that he has prepared us for in this season. Holy Spirit, lead us out of deception, out of despair, out of disgrace, and into the broad place that you've prepared for us, into the peace, the joy, the hope, the faith, the glory. Father, we thank you that you've not left us as orphans. Hmm. You've not left us as vagabonds, wanderers in the earth like Cain after he killed his brother Abel. He was a wanderer. He wandered and wandered and wandered and wandered and wandered. We don't want to wander around wondering what's next. We don't want to wander around not knowing what the will of the Lord is. We don't want to wander around uh, wishing and hoping that something might happen. We want to walk in your perfect will in lockstep with you. Father, order our steps to the promotion, to the opportunity, to the healing that you have ordained for us. We know there are things that you ordained for us before the foundation of the earth. We know that all of our days are written in your book. We know that our times are in your hand. So, Father, help us to stay firmly in your hand, in your timing, in your will, walking in your ways, understanding what you want, what doesn't, but what you, what grieves you, what 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 quenches your spirit. Father, we're grateful that we are partakers of your divine nature. (laughs) You are the divine God, the everlasting God, the God who sees the end from the beginning, the God who is our end and our beginning, the God who is our everything, the eternal God. And you have made us, I don't know why you did it. You're just so good. You have made us partakers of your divine nature. We have some of you in us. You dwell on the inside of us. You said we are one with you. My God, let that sink in. We are one with you, God. Thank you that you have joined yourself to us, that you have yoked yourself to us. We've taken on your yoke. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. You are not led by us, but we are led by you. You will not go whichever way we want you to go, but we must surrender all to you. So we surrender afresh today. 
because we are in you, you are in us, but you are the God of all wisdom, the God of all grace, the God of all knowledge. You know everything. You know which way we should turn. You know where the blessing is. You know where the deliverance is. You know where the healing is. You know where the promotion is. You know where the freedom is. And you're trying to lead us there, always working to lead us there. And sometimes, God, we get in our own mind. We get in our own will. We want to do it our own way. And we repent. We repent because you've made us one with you. And sometimes we want to go our own way. Sometimes we want to be independent, self-willed. Sometimes we enter into rebellion. Sometimes we're stubborn. We just don't see it the way you see it. We think our way is better when you told us your way is higher. We think our will is right. When you told us that many, many are the ways that seem right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. We allow the enemy to come in and steal, kill, and destroy because we don't want to wait on you. We want what we want, and we want it now. We want it the way we want it, how we want it, when we want it, as much as we want it. Father, help us to see for real, not just pray it, not just say it, but to see it that your way is better. That your way may include a narrow path and maybe we'll suffer and maybe there'll be a trial. Maybe there'll be a storm, but maybe on the other side of that storm, there's a blessing. Maybe there's a blessing in the storm. Maybe there's triple for our trial when we walk through with our heads lifted up, knowing where our redemption comes from. Help us, Lord, to understand that our flesh is never going to agree with you. Our soul agrees with you sometimes and disagrees with you other times. Our mind is not renewed. Help us, Lord, to understand who we really are in you and what that means, what that affords us, what that grants us, what your covenant benefits do. But we need to obey you. Help us, Lord. You made it so attractive to follow you. You told us that you bless us with every spiritual blessing. You've given us your name, your words, your blood, your son, your weapons, your armor. You've given us everything you have. Everything you are dwells on the inside of us. <laughs> you didn't give us a junior Holy Ghost to live in us. You didn't give us a, you didn't give us a, a sideways Jesus. You didn't give a, you gave us you, you gave us you, you gave us yourself. You died for us. Now you live in us. Help us to trust your leadership because that's what it is, God. That's why we don't obey sometimes. That's why, because we don't really trust you. We don't trust you fully. We don't trust you completely. We don't trust you with everything in us. There's something in us that doesn't trust you. Our flesh doesn't trust you. Our flesh wants its own way. Our soul, there's parts of our soul that just don't trust you. Fear comes in and we trust the voice of fear over the voice of faith. Discouragement comes in and we trust the voice of discouragement. It's telling us how it's always going to be this way. It's never going to get better. What's the use? What's the point? Why bother? We trust that voice over your voice of encouragement, of edification, of comfort, of counsel. Help us, Lord, to stop listening to the wrong voices, to stop trusting in the wrong voices. There's many voices in the spirit and none without significance. There's many voices coming to change us, to woo us, to hinder us, to stop us, to break us to pieces. But your voice, your voice is a still small voice. Your voice is one of comfort. Your voice is one of encouragement. Your voice is one of inspiration. Help us, Lord, to discern what voice is speaking to us and stop falling for the enemy's lies over and over and over. He causes us to, 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 to second guess you, just like Eve in the garden. She doubted your voice. She didn't trust your voice. She doubted you. She didn't trust you. She doubted you. She didn't trust you. And look what that led to. 
Or we don't want to bring curses into our life because we can't trust you. We don't want to listen. We want to do it our way because we are just convinced that our way is the better way. The enemy has convinced us that our way is the better way, that our way is the best way. The enemy has done a number on our soul. We ask you, Lord, to, to pluck out every root, every lie, every wrong thought, every vain imagination, God. We're asking you to come in today to break in with light and pluck out these roots. Pluck out these seeds by the root. Pluck it out, God. Pluck it out. Pluck out this rebellion. Pluck out this, oh, Jesus, this self-will. Pluck out this distrust of your spirit, how offensive it must be to your heart that you died on a cross to save us. We trusted in you for our salvation, but now we won't trust in you for our provision. We trusted in you for our salvation, but we don't trust you to restore our marriage. We trusted you for our salvation, but we don't trust you to deliver us from every tie that binds you, you as if you're going to leave us half baked, half cooked, half delivered, half healed. Help us, Lord. We repent for not trusting you. <laughs> Everything that we receive from your kingdom comes by faith through grace. It means we must trust that you will do it. Even if you haven't done it yet, you're going to. You're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. You will do what you said you will do in your timing, in your way. Help us to stop trying to help you out, to add to your word, to, to add to your works. We're like feeble and flawed we can't do anything apart from you help us lord to stop getting in your way when you're trying to teach us things you're trying to show us things you're trying to free us from things but we just can't get it we don't understand we buck and fight you instead of yielding to your heart help us to yield to your holy spirit the spirit of holy the spirit of holiness help us yield to that spirit help us yield to that voice the voice of holy the voice of peace the voice of calm the voice that sets us free. There's power in your name. There's power in your voice. There's power in your spirit. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. Resurrection power living on. We are one with resurrection power. So help us, Lord, to talk like we trust you. To speak forth words of faith and trust. To speak forth words of inspiration and encouragement to the people around us who we see they're struggling. Help us, Lord, to take on someone else's burdens, to be a burden bearer for them like you're a burden bearer for us. Help us to get our minds off of ourselves and onto those of the household of faith. Help us to stop withholding help, withholding prayer from those who need it because we're too concerned with ourselves and what you're doing or what you're not doing in our own lives. Lord, we repent. Help us change the way that we think. We want to see a new thing. That means we need to think a new thing. Jesus, we want to see a new thing. So we need to think a new thing. We need to see a new thing. So we need to think a new thing. We need to think differently. We need to speak a new thing. We need to speak differently. We need to move in a different way than we've moved in the past seasons. If we want to see something different than what we already have. Help us, Lord. You you want to do a new thing. I know you do. You're always doing new things. I know you are. And we need a move. We need a new thing. We need something to change. We need something different. We need something to, to shift. But we've got to shift with you. I see that, Lord. For some of you, the Lord's already shifted. He's already pivoted. But you haven't caught up to him. You're still crying out the same prayers you cried out last week and last year. And God is saying, stop crying out only. And start speaking it forth. Start decreeing it. 
Start thinking it. Start meditating on it. Start meditating on the new reality that you want to see in your life, says the Lord. For I have given you a holy imagination, but you keep giving yourself over to vain imagination, says the Lord. Begin to see what I have for you. Like when Abraham went out and looked up at the stars, I told him, this will be the number of your descendants. And they were. It was because I do not lie, says the Lord. So begin to imagine yourself healed. Imagine yourself whole. Imagine yourself prosperous because that is my will for you says the Lord stop allowing the vain imaginations of the enemy to talk you out of what I've called you to says the Lord begin to speak it forth begin to decree a thing don't come to me like a beggar says the Lord stand in your authority as a king as a priest yes petition but then begin to praise yes push back the darkness but then begin to release my light do things my way and you'll have my way in your life says the Lord Speak it out, speak it out, speak it out, speak out the new thing, says the Lord. Come on, who can speak out the new thing? So many of us are speaking about the past and God is saying, speak the new thing. So many of us are dwelling on the circumstances in our present that defy God's word in our life. We're speaking about that, but we're not speaking the new thing. We're thinking about the past. We're thinking about the present, but we're not thinking about the future and the hope that God has for us. So help us, Lord, today. Help us. Help us to see the future and the hope. Help us to imagine the future and the hope. Help us to speak forth, to decree a thing that it might be established. Help us, help us, help us. Because the enemy releases all these thoughts, these these vain imaginations. He wants us to speak out his plan so he can see his will come to pass in our life. And we're tired of that. We're tired of that. We're sick of that. We don't want that anymore. We don't want all the trauma and the drama and the tragedy and the trials. We don't want all that. We don't want the warfare and we don't want all that. The bondage. We don't want all that. We don't want all that. We don't want all that. We want your will for our lives. So help us. Help us. Help us today, God, to trust you and your plan for our life. To keep meditating on your goodness, your beauty. You are an awesome God. There's no one like you. You will never lead us astray. You'll never lie to us. Not one time ever. You are not capable of lying. If you say it, it comes to pass. You said, let there be a light and light was. So help us, Lord, to act like you, to have the faith like Abraham, to call those things that are not as though they were, to speak it forth until we see it come to pass. Not name it, claim it, but true faith in the word of God that never fails. It never falters. Everything else is going to fade away, but, but, but the word will never fail. The word will never fail. So help us keep your word in our mouth, Jesus. Help us keep your word in our mouth, not the word of the enemy, not the word of our own will, but the word of your will. Help us to keep your word. Help us to meditate on your word day and night and be careful to do all that it says. Then we will make our way prosperous. Then we will find good success. That's what we want. We want to glorify you. We don't want people to wonder, well, who's that God she serves? Who's that God he serves? They look like they they look like they're on their last leg. They look like they're broken and busted. They look like they're depressed and anxious. They look fearful. Who wants that God? Lord, we don't want to represent you that way. <laughs> Forgive us for not trusting you and help us to trust you because apart from you, we can do nothing. Teach us to trust you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
Come on, guys, share this with somebody real quick. Ping somebody in the room. We're transitioning to our next segment. We're going to disgrace the devil. Mm. We're going to disgrace the devil. He's tried to disgrace you, and we're reversing this back to his camp. It's going to blow back in his face. Did you hear me? I said the dis disgrace he tried to put upon you is going to blow back in his own face. He's going to be shamefaced. We're going to shameface the devil today. You're going to tell the truth. You're going to shame the devil. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to the words coming out of my mouth? Share this quickly. Share it on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Share it via Messenger. Come on, share it quickly. Let me read you a scripture. I love this. I love this. In, we'll start here in the New Living Translation. Psalm 25, verse 3. Psalm 25, verse 3. No one who trusts in you, talking about God, no one who trusts in God. This is David writing. He knew by experience what he was talking about. He was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write these words so that we could have the same faith and trust that he did when he wrote them. Did you hear me? I said David was inspired to write these words, inspired by the Holy Spirit to write these words so that we could have the same faith that he had when he wrote them. The word of God instills faith in you. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced, but disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Did you see that? No one, no one who trusts in God will ever be disgraced. No one. If you've had disgrace in your life, it's because you didn't trust the Lord. You weren't really trusting him. He wants to teach you how to trust him more. No one who trusts in the Lord will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Well, who is it that tries to deceive others? Well, there are people that do that. And this applies to them as well. If people are out there trying to steal money from you, I've had more than one false prophet roll through the ministry, you know, trying to just, just take something and that disgrace will fall back on them if they don't repent. You reap what you sow, guys. You reap what you sow. God is gracious. He's so gracious that he'll let you reap what you sow so that you'll turn back to him. I said, he's so gracious that if you don't repent, he will let you reap a harvest on the seeds that you sowed of unrighteousness so that you will be compelled to turn back to him. Oh, Jesus. The new International Version says, no one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame, but shame will come upon him who are treacherous without a cause. Who is that that's treacherous? We're, I, I'm directing this toward the enemy. I'm not directing this toward people, but I'm just telling it as a side note. Those who have used and abused you and accused you, that's why we have to pray for them. Those that disgraced you and shamed you and stole, that's why those who were treacherous towards you and betrayed you, that's why you have to pray for them so that they can come into repentance so that they don't have to reap that seed because it doesn't do the body of Christ any good for there to be a bunch of Christians walking around, you know, under, you know, reaping what they've sown. It doesn't help the body. We are all one body. So all these believers that are hurting you, stabbing you, betraying you. You're still one with them. You're one body with them. So it's to your benefit to pray for them because they will reap. But I'm talking about the devil today, the devil who tries to deceive you, the devil who tries to disgrace you, the devil who deals treacherously with you without a cause, the devil that tries to shame you, humiliate you, embarrass you, the devil who tries to, to just confound you, to confuse you, to disappoint you, the devil that tries to thwart you, to hinder you, to harass you. 
These enemies of yours, the devil, they will be disgraced. No one who trusts in you, Lord, will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. The enemy tries to steal, kill, and destroy. He works in deception. So, Father, we thank you today for this promise that no one, that means us, no one, no one who ever trusts you will be put to shame. No one who ever trusts you will be disgraced. No one who ever waits on you will experience shame and condemnation and guilt. But those who work to deceive us, to betray us, the enemy of our soul, the devil, spirits of Jezebel and Judas and Absalom, all these demon powers that inspire people to wrong us, they will be put to shame. They will be disgraced. I decree in Jesus' name that the enemy who worked to disgrace us shall be shamefaced in short order in Jesus' name. I decree that the enemy who worked treacherously against us will fall into his own trap in Jesus' name. I decree that the enemy that humiliated us shall be humiliated. The enemy who embarrassed us shall Shall be embarrassed, disgraced. I thank you, Lord, that you will lift us up as we pray for those who the enemy used to steal, kill, and destroy us. You will lift us up. You will promote us as we bless those who cursed us and pray for those who despitefully used us. You will reverse the curse. You will reverse the disgrace. You will reverse the shame and the treachery, the deception, the humiliation, and the embarrassment. You will reverse it. It will not land on us. It will boomerang off of us. It will bounce off of us and boomerang back into the enemy's camp in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prevail, but every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, we shall condemn. We condemn the wagging tongues. We condemn the false spirits lying to us. We condemn the vain imaginations trying to lead us astray. We condemn the liar, the deceiver, the, the one who tries to destroy we condemn him in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we can stand in awe of you. We can trust in you to restore what the enemy stole. We can trust in you. We can trust in you. We can trust in you to promote us, to vindicate us. We can trust in you to pay us back. We can trust in you. Vengeance belongs to you. You will repay, says, and the Lord is saying today, I will repay you. Stop trying to get from others what they do not have to give. I will restore your peace and your joy. Joy. No man on earth can do that. I am the son of man and I will do it for you. I am the source of everything you need. No one can pay you back. No, not really. So stop trying to make them pay. Forgive them and let them go. And you will see my glory. You will see a flood of my provision, my payback, my peace, my joy, my vindication. That is your portion. It belongs to you. But you must access it through your forgiveness. You must access it through your intercession for those who wronged you. You must do this my way. I will not do it your way. I will do it for you when you submit to my way. You will see what you need to see, what you want to see, what you hope to see when you do it my way, says the Lord. Come on, he's good. Father, thank you. Help us to do all of this your way, all of life your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to do this your way. We're going to do it all your way. We're going to take authority over the enemy. We're going to bind him. 
We're going to push him back. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, tie him up. But we are going to forgive those who accused us, abused us, and used us. We're going to forgive those who persecuted us, took advantage of us, lied on us, cheated us, stole from us. We're going to bless them. We're going to bless them. We don't want the people to be shamefaced, God. We don't want the people to be shamed. We want to shame the devil. We don't want to shame your people, even though they tried to shame us, even though they tried to disgrace us, even though they lied on us. We don't want to return evil for evil, but we want to be like you. We want to return good for evil. So we're going to pray for them. We're going to pray without ceasing because they are part of our body. Even if they don't know you, even if they're not believers, we want them to come into your kingdom. So we're praying for their salvation so they see there's a better way. They don't have to steal, kill, and destroy. They don't have to lie. They don't have to act like the devil. You have blessings for them when they enter your kingdom. You want to bless them with salvation and healing and deliverance. You love them. You came into the world. You so loved the world. You didn't want any to perish. You wanted everyone to come to the knowledge of your son. So we pray for them even if they don't know you. That they would experience your love, your heart, your grace, your joy, and come into your kingdom so the angels can rejoice. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, God is good. God is good, yes? He's good all the time. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, remember this. You can remember this. If you can't remember anything else, remember this. God is good. And if he's good, he'll keep his promises. If he's good, he'll restore you. If he's good, he'll heal you. He'll deliver you. There's an appointed time. Your payback, your vindication. There's an appointed time. We don't always get everything right when we want it. But it's the same way in life. If you had good parents, they didn't give you everything you wanted when you wanted it. You would have been spoiled. God knows when you can sustain the blessing. God knows when you can hold on to what he wants to put in your hand. He knows when you can keep your healing and walk out your deliverance. He knows. Many years ago, I wanted my books to be in bookstores. And I did everything I could. I was trying to make uh, deals, and, you know, sort of uh, make friends with the family Christian manager in my region. And a friend of mine said, oh, I know the district manager for family Christian bookstore. Maybe he can get your books in the bookstore. And I thought, oh, this is my big break. This is it. My books are going to be in family Christian. Oh, wow, this is going to be so awesome. And the guy never called me back. I was spitting mad, but I was also immature. I thought he'd done me wrong. Wow, I don't know why he won't put my books in there. This is 20 years ago. I don't know why, or 16, 17, 17, 18 years ago. And I, I don't know why uh, my books are good. I don't know why he will. I got, uh, uh, I got endorsements from Bill Hammond and, and, and our Lord Sanford and all these Christian. I got all these endorsements. I don't know why. And I was offended. I was mad. But here's the thing. If you get offended because someone won't do something you want them to do to promote you, then you're not ready for the promotion. My attitude demonstrated that I wasn't ready to have my books in bookstores. I had a bunch of boxes of books in my garage. They weren't going anywhere. Today, my books are in bookstores all over the world. They're translated into many different languages. God won't promote you somewhere where you can't hold on to that. If your character is not ready, he's not going to do it because you'll just mess it up anyway. And then you make him look bad <laughs> in a sense. I mean, no one can really make God look bad, but to unbelievers, unbelievers look at you and say, okay, yeah, well, you know, what kind of God do you serve? You're mean. You're, you got a bad attitude. You, you're depressed all the time. In, in that sense, we're making God look bad. You understand? 
And so if you, maybe you've been believing for promotion, something in your life you want to have happen, an increase, a breakthrough, there's an appointed time for it. You're not going to get it before you get it, but you can delay your own manifestation. You just need, and I just need to yield to God, to surrender to him, to wait for him, to abide in him, to do it his way, because his way is perfect. His way is the right way. And if you'd have told me 17 years ago that my books would be in, you know, seven, eight different languages and all over the world, I'd be a best-selling author. I probably wouldn't have believed it. That was my vision was not that big. I just wanted to be in the local bookstore. Imagine that. I couldn't even get in the local bookstore. That was my vision. That was what I wanted. I had no aspirations to be a best-selling author. I didn't even know that was possible. But God will do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you can ask, think, or imagine. But you have to wait on his timing. Prepare yourself. Learn to yield to him. Do it his way. Because what you build in the flesh is not going to last. The striving is not going to get you anywhere. If it gets you there, it won't keep you there. You can't keep all that up. What you do to get somewhere, you have to keep doing to stay there. And if God's grace was not on it, you're going to wear yourself out. Amen. Many people want a platform before they have something to say. That's why God won't give you one. I wanted to write for Christian magazines when I first got saved. Guess what? God didn't let me do that. Why? I didn't know the word. I just wanted to write for In Touch Ministries or Joyce Meyer Ministries. I just wanted to be on their writing staff. That was my biggest aspiration. Just let me write an article. I never dreamed I'd be editor of Charisma Magazine, the largest charismatic Christian magazine in the world. I never had aspirations for that, but God did. But I had to wait on him. Amen. I'm trying to help you. Jesus, help me, Lord, to help your people. God has a bigger dream for you than you have for yourself, but you have to wait on him. What you think you want now would only get in the way of what he really wants, and it's really what you want. You really want what he wants. You just don't know it yet. You just don't know it yet. You just don't know it. Come on, I'm trying to help you today. Hope this is helping you. Listen. Listen, if this is helping you, help us help more people, would you please? Help us get this broadcast out there further uh, through our media missions. Help us to feed hungry children, to deliver the word of God to kids all over the world, to rescue sex trafficking victims. Help us to help more people, would you please? If this is blessing you, sow a seed every once in a while. Help support the ministry. You can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. I'm going to spend the next 15 seconds telling you how to sow, then we're going to, we're going to move on. I know some of you get so offended when I do this. That means you have something in your heart that's not godly because worship is not just singing. Worship is giving. Worship is, is serving. Amen. So don't get offended. This is when everybody drops off. Oh, I'm so offended. Don't be offended. Don't be offended. Cash app. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. God said that we're supposed to put our, 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 our tithes and our offerings in the storehouse. Your tithes go to your church. But the offerings can go where God leads you to send them. You can go use PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give. Text the word pray. P-R-A-Y to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Then follow the prompts. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, 
Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. All the wire instructions are there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use Facebook stars and YouTube stickers. And Father, I thank you for this offering, and I thank you that you bless it and multiply it back to the givers for your glory so that we can continue to be a blessing, continue to reap the harvest, continue to do your will in every area of our life. We ask you for that today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you're just coming on, go back and listen to the whole broadcast. There's a few prophetic words that came forth that were really uh, encouraging and inspiring. Amen. Remember, today's broadcast is brought to you by the great escaping the great end times deception. If you haven't noticed, we are in the end times. And this course is going to start in a few weeks. So you have time to sign up for it. But I thought I'd give you the heads up. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception. You know how many people are going to be deceived in the end days, in the end times, the last of the last days? A lot. Guys, I also have a new book that you can pre-order. Listen to this. It's called The End Times Watchmen. Ooh, The End Times. It's on pre-order. It's called The End Times Watchmen. You can pre-order it. I believe it's coming out in May. You can pre-order that. Right now, the only place you can pre-order it is on my website at jenniferleclair.org slash watchmen. You can pre-order that if you'd like to. It's a beautiful book. Go check it out. Uh, it's almost like a follow-up to The Making of a Watchman. I wrote that last year. And uh, when I was writing that book, I was going to write a chapter on the end times watchman. And the Holy Spirit said, no, don't write a chapter on the end times watchman. Write a whole book on the end times watchman. And so you can pre-order that. When you pre-order that, there are bonuses for you. I will let you know when it's up on Amazon. The, the, way, we, we, the way that we're self-publishing uh, is that uh, you can't get it up on Amazon until the day it launches, unfortunately. You can get it up on Kindle ahead of time, but they don't let you put the paper back up. So right now, those will all come through. Uh, they'll still, we'll still send you your order through Amazon because we'll go on or Amazon and order it for you uh, and have it sent directly to you. That way it's tracked and shipped and you're familiar with that. Um, so we'll do that. But uh, yeah, that, that book is coming out in the next couple of months. The End Times Watchmen. Share this with somebody before you get off. If you have not yet shared it, share it with somebody before you get off, please. All right, guys. We're going to wind this down. Remember, Awakening Prayer Hubs Global Movement, AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join a hub, launch a hub, sponsor a hub. You know, maybe you're not an intercessor. You don't want to be part of a prayer movement where you've got to pray, but you could sponsor some hubs. That would really help us as well. Amen. Ignite Network, IgniteNow.org. Get involved in what's going to bless you. Guys, I'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.